0: Listening to the Bible One Twenty Six Show. Triumph! They they were tantalizing Julius Caesar with a triumph. Just just come alone, and we'll celebrate you, and we'll we'll throw you a big parade in the city. You just can't come with your army. And Julius Caesar made the decision to cross the Rubicon with his army. Uh, you know, throwing his hat in the ring for uh, in conflict with the, the entire Senate of Rome. So just in case people don't understand, uh, that's what Trump didn't do. That's what Trump failed to do. Trump uh, instead was like, oh, uh, 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 triumph? That sounds pretty nice, actually. I'll come alone. And here we are. You need to defend your civilization against the onslaught of this cancer of progressivism, liberalism, and globalist brainwashing. This is a life or death situation. No messing around. The prescription is two doses of InfoWars taken daily. You're watching the American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch live right now at band. Setting something in motion that can't be taken back. What was happening was that Julius Caesar was marching towards Rome, and he was told that he cannot. Once you cross the Rubicon, you're in. Then you're then in Roman territory. And by crossing the Rubicon with an army, he was effectively declaring war on Rome uh, and, and igniting a civil war, challenging the entire Senate with his own authority. So, uh, crossing the Rubicon, like that, was the point at which there was no going back. And Julius Caesar was committed to the conflict uh, because he was told, you know, you'll be arrested if you cross the Rubicon uh, uh, with your army. You have to come alone and then we'll give you a, we'll give, we'll actually give you a, a triumph. They they were tantalizing Julius Caesar with a triumph. Just just come alone and we'll celebrate you and we'll, we'll throw you a big parade in the city. You just can't come with your army. And Julius Caesar made the decision to cross the Rubicon with his army uh, you know, throwing his hat in the ring for uh, in conflict with the the entire Senate of Rome. So, just in case people don't understand, uh, that's what Trump didn't do. That's what Trump failed to do, Trump uh, instead was like, "Oh, a, 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 a triumph. That sounds pretty nice, actually. I'll come alone." And here we are. So, Peter, thanks for calling in. You're on the air.
1: Hey, Harrison. So, yeah, my topic is Trump's failure to cross the Rubicon. I believe that, similar, um, you know, to past American history, he could have had his, you know, Washington crossing the Delaware moment. You know, I think, you know, Trump would like to be a dictator. I'm sure he looks at, you know, Putin and Xi with envy. And the truth is, he had his moment in history, and he choked. In my opinion, you know, on the morning of November 4th, millions of Americans, at least 81 million people, were shocked and angered by, you know, the fact that a coup had just happened in their nation. And in my opinion, Trump. You know, he should have seized the ballot boxes in the swing states, you know, sent out the military to those select locations in Philadelphia, Detroit, et cetera. You know, and a minimum said, we are redoing the election because, hundreds, you know, 100 million people do not feel that their voice is being heard and can see the cheating happening before their eyes. Now, I'm sure, you know, at that point, Millie would have disobeyed orders, which kind of, you know, points to what you had said earlier in the show about one of Trump's failures was actually over the course of four years failing to root out the people who were undermining him and stabbing him in the back. Um, and then, you know, ultimately, I I think he kind of went the coward's route, which he kind of, you know, I think he had good, um, I think he kind of figured that given the super conservative uh, Supreme Court, which we all know, you know, there's some rhinos in there like Justice Roberts. I think he kind of figured, well, it's 6-3. You know, I probably have a good chance of them overturning it in my favor or, you know, at least hearing Texas in, in particular's, um, you know, lawsuit, which they said had no standing. So I think he kind of thought, hedged his bets and thought that would be a way for the election to be overturned in his favor without him seeming like a dictator. Mm-hmm. But we all know how that, um, you know, ended up. And now with each passing day, the left further cements control. They already had the media, academia, et cetera. And now, you know, unfortunately for people like us, we can see that, you know, the military, the last bastion of conservatism and the last bastion that could actually effectively take over the nation since they have a monopoly on violence, they are being purged with the LGBT, CRT vaccine stuff. So kind of, you know, it the hope of a uprising from the military, you know, against uh, Biden and Kamala diminishes with each passing day. Yeah. Wow,
0: good point. Yeah, you re- you really you really draw it all in together, and uh, you're right. I mean, what you're talking about was sort of the last and final opportunity uh, Trump had to to set things right. But of course, he had four years before that. Uh, he should have. He should never let. And and the thing is that the kind of the saddest part and the ironic part is that he tried to do things the right way. He did things in a way that was, pardon the pun, unimpeachable. Right? He didn't stop the the special prosecutor from. Robert Mueller, the special investigator, from investigating him, he didn't uh, send out the the military or you know uh, uh, start to charge Black Lives Matter with the with the riots and everything. He was in favor of free speech. He was in favor of letting the system run its course. He was in favor of letting the Supreme Court decide and then using January sixth uh, meeting of Congress to you know get that ten day. Period where you can then investigate. He he did things by the book. The thing is that the people controlling the book, the people rewriting the book in real time were his enemies. So, you know, I guess it's a, a damned if you do, damned if you don't, sort of thing. He followed the rules, he followed the law, he did everything right by all logic and sensibility. He should have won at the end of the day. But, you know, you're playing a game that they dictate the rules of. So you're going to lose. And even if you win, then the media is there to tell everybody that you lost, and that becomes reality. So, you know, he he, early on with the Russia investigation, he could have flipped that around, investigated Hillary Clinton and and everybody involved with the Steele dossier. That would have cleaned out the FBI. That would have cleaned out a lot of the Democrats. It would have cleaned out a lot of their... uh, foreign assets and and overseas assets when he went after ukraine and they tried to impeach him for that again he backed off he should have doubled down there and uh even i would say even charged people who were trying to impeach him over it because clearly they were involved in a cover-up that was a attempt of uh attempt to you know um essentially blackmail him and to stop no longer investigating ukraine uh he could have done it with the 2020 riots and you know Sent out the military and actually arrested the people that were causing the riot. I mean, they these people went on national TV and were like, yeah, I just came from a different state. I'm here as an organizer. We're organizing this. Uh, and, you know, these people work for like George Soros NGOs. We're sending people across state lines to organize riots like, hello, where is the investigation? Where is the uh, criminal charges? Where is the you know, pressure being put on those people to give up the people who are giving them money and, and, you know, sending them into these things. How do you not charge, you know, if somebody a complete stranger bails out another stranger. And then that stranger goes and kills somebody. Can you not charge the, the person that bailed them out in the first place? I mean, there are so many different ways that Donald Trump could have aggressively taken these people out and yeah, it would have been hard. It would have been difficult. And I think you're right that Millie would have then you know, disobeyed orders. And then Trump could come out and go, this is a, this is a traitor. And this is a you know, freaking sentence him to, to the punishment that's due traitors. I mean, there are so many places that he could have, uh, corrected things, I say it would have made sense for him to cancel the election entirely in 2020. He just he couldn't make the case. I think he—I mean, you know, it's like Trump's the only guy that has the attention and the power and the money to fund his campaign and the, the people that are around him to get his popularity like there is nobody else like Donald Trump in politics, so he, he had to be himself to get where he was, but at the same time, those things that made him himself— made it impossible for him to do what he needed to do. In other words, he never once had any of his people write up a cohesive and coherent message about what happened on uh, in November of 2020 so he could actually give a concise case to the American people that they could follow. It was always vagaries. It was always him talking off the cuff. It was always him improvising. That's not what we needed at the time. We needed somebody to sit there and read the damn teleprompter and say, here's what's happening. Here's why I'm doing what I'm doing. You know, rage all you want call me all the names and that's the thing he follows the rules he doesn't do the things that he could have done they still call him a tyrant they're still trying to send him to jail they're still doing everything they can to destroy his life so it's like why would you why would you play the game if if you're if it's rigged to lose why would you continue to follow their rules when their rules are there only enforced against you and not anybody else he should have seen this coming and he he had all the he had all the uh Justification in the world to launch investigations in October or August of 2020 and go look, the mail in ballots are fraudulent. The mail in boxes are a complete scam. This election has already been tainted a month before it's ever even been held. We're not going to.